0: Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch
1: and Jake.
0: Jake, I can get used to these quick hits. Quick hit number two. How'd you think the first one went?
1: Loved it, man. And we received a lot of feedback for it, too. So it was fun to do something different for the listeners. And and the feedback we received was all positive. So here we are doing quick hit number two. Excited to dive in, man.
0: Yeah. Hey, I got a article that I referred back to in season two at some point, I'm not sure exactly when, but we talked about a incident, uh, the article did, of an incident of a, one of their children spilling blue ink into some carpet, and I, I just, you know, as I was quarantined and have spending a lot of time at home with my kids and family and stuff, I just realized that, that it's so easy to do that, to go, to get sucked into those kind of things and just, kind of lose perspective so jake i actually went and found that article and i want to read it to you and kind of see what you think about it it's it's about a minute minute and a half uh, story it's from the sun it's a uk newspaper i believe rebecca flood uh wrote it she begins by recalling how she was clearing up slime left by one of her other children and she was beginning to feel irritated she wrote all of a sudden, I remember another time in my life when I was cleaning up a big mess many years ago, and the memories came flooding back. I was completely exhausted, and it was a hot mess by this time of night. Which hey, I can relate to. I'm a hot mess about 80% of the time. But hey, life was not at some point. Right? <laughs> life was nonstop with our two-year-old triplets, Jake, and their four-year-old brother. I had no time to myself and had probably been at least four days since I had taken a shower. As she was getting her children ready for bed, she heard a tell-tale uh-oh from one of her sons. Heather continued, I turned just in time to see blue ink spraying all over the carpet as a pen exploded in one hand of one of my triplets. He squealed with delight as blue ink dripped from his hand and splattered his clean pajamas. I gasped as I saw blue splatters across the floor and a thick pool of ink sinking into our carpet, our brand new carpet. Tears of frustration stung my eyes. I was just so tired and mad, like really, really angry. I wasn't mad at my son, who was as blue as a Smurf, but upset with myself for leaving that pen out where my toddler could reach it. We had only lived in the house for six months and now the carpet was completely ruined. We scrubbed that stain for an hour that night, but yet it remained. Despite both she and her husband cleaning it and getting professional carpet cleaners, the stubborn stain remained. She described it as ugly and was disappointed and embarrassed by uh, she also felt like a failure for leaving the pen within easy reach of her toddler. What she didn't realize to her and her family, worse was to come heather wrote the next month my sweet son the one who splattered blue ink all over our uh, carpet was diagnosed with cancer two years later he passed away my son was gone but that blue ink stain it was still there and now it was a constant reminder of my son it was a constant reminder of my frustration over over something so trivial something so unimportant in the scheme of life that blue stain was a constant reminder that life is messy, but that's what makes it worth living. She added, it served as a reminder not to sweat the small stuff. Things aren't important, but people are. Accidents happen, and to let go of the little things and hang on tight to what is important. That's it, Jake. What do you got?
1: <laughs> what a story, man. I remember when you brought that up back in Season 2, that story. It's it's so impactful and, and makes me think of a couple things. One... We have all been there, right? Mitch, I know you certainly have, being a parent. Many of our listeners have. We've all been in a situation like that where we, we get frustrated by something so minute, you know, something so small and unimportant. And, and when we do get time to reflect and look back, it, it's not a big deal. It, it never is. And, and something on a much bigger scale like that story with Heather is, is just something that is really tough to swallow. But we've all been there. We've all been in these small moments of, of, of frustration. Um, you said don't sweat the small stuff and I think that's so so important uh, what another thing that um, that brought to mind is and I've said this before in, in podcast episodes Mitch but my good friends Nate and Steph down in Oklahoma they they tell a story of the way their living room looks all the time they have two they have two twins and <laughs> that are two years old and their their living room is always a complete disaster and they'll, they'll clean it up. And then that night, it'll just be a a disaster. Toys everywhere, food, uh, milk cartons, baby bottles, you name it, just, just everywhere. Right. And they call it a, they call it a beautiful mess. Their life is a beautiful mess because it seems so chaotic all the time. And it's so, there's so much going on at all times, but at the same time, it's beautiful. I know you've mentioned that before. It's a, it's a beautiful mess. Like we're here living this life and this journey and there's going to be ups and downs and there's moments of frustration but uh we need to take those with a grain of salt too because you know kids grow up uh moments become fewer and farther in between and we need to embrace those moments so those are a couple things that i thought of right off the bat you
0: said nate and steph right those are your buddies down in oklahoma you bet yep cool like i i pulled this from this article and it says the blue stain was a constant reminder that life is messy but that's what makes it worth living. I think so many times, and I know we brought this up in the podcast prior, I think so many times we get so caught on looking at what everyone else does, right? So right now I'm looking at my living room, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of messy. It's not bad, though. It's not bad. But, Dag every time we go over, we, we look at other people's, and it's like, geez, how do they keep their house so clean? And you just idolize that. But they've, you know, Nate and Steph have kind of bought into, like, that's what that's what we want. That's like what makes it good. We're not gonna hide our life. Life is messy. I was uh, listening to a, uh, a podcast episode. Uh, Patrick Lynchoni, really good, really good. I thought, and basically he says that about companies too. It's so easy to focus on the mess when that's what you know. That's what you see every day, and it's easy to focus on that and like exploit it, like make it bigger than it actually is, because you compare it to other things. But in all reality, like that mess is what makes you unique don't don't fray don't like get away from it don't don't be embarrassed about it it's what makes you unique it's 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 the whole process and sometimes things do get messy but geez that's what makes it worth living absolutely
1: well yeah and it, it makes it unique in the sense that we all all we all are living our own mess we're all living our unique mess you know, my, our story and, and your family's story. And then Nate and Steph's like, we're, we're all living, you know, a separate type of, of beautiful mess in a sense. And, and some of us are in different stages and different periods, but we're all going through it. And all of our listeners are at the same point too. So to circle it back around to that story, like don't sweat the small stuff. And I think that's, that's, I think that's easy to say, like, that's a cliche saying, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, but it, it, it rings, so much truth in my opinion because we don't get those moments back you know those times where we're super frustrated you know the the milk spills you know um the vegetables aren't cut to the certain length right Mitch and Sherry Mm -hmm. um there's there's just so many moments within the beautiful mess that we're living that we just we can't we can't put too much emphasis on it because we don't get those moments back and we don't get that time spent in in anger and resentment back and I just think that's a a great point that the small stuff should not be like it should not be focused on uh, we need to hang on to, to what's important and focus on what's important not the stuff that that frustrates us
0: you know this just hit me Jake. i'm not even lying to you because i was in uh, hyvee uh, the grocery store here in watertown the other day and i just remember something happening and i'm just like how i can't i can't get anything to go my way today you know and it's I think so many times, because when I read this story, it's like it always seems like this stuff happens when your day not going well. Well, Jake, this stuff happens every day. It's how we perceive it. These same things that are like making our day even worse and, oh, I just can't catch a break, those happen every day. It's just sometimes we are like we just go with the flow, go with the punches, move to the next thing. But on our bad days, we, we focus on those things, and they continue to build up on us. So I, I just, it's really, when you started talking there, I'm like, holy smokes, that just happened to me two days ago, and it, it wasn't a big deal. But since the day wasn't going well,
1: it just added on it. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. I, <laughs> I'm i kind of smiling because my day was like that today a little bit, to be honest. So I'm going through uh, some changes and some transitions at work, which is, it's, it's overwhelming, and, and there's a lot going on. But to come in Monday today here and, and just, I had a wild day work-wise. And, and to be honest, I was, I was anxious today, anxious all day through the day, stressed out, kind of high strung a little bit. And, and I was like, I I need to decompress somehow. And then a big thing that I do is, is I get outside and and go on a walk or a hike or get, just get out in nature. And I did, I I unplugged, um, left the phone back here and I went on an hour long walk uh, down one of the trails here in Sioux Falls. And it was just so refreshing, you know, and about 15, 20 minutes in, I was completely at ease. I was completely calm. The things that I was stressed out about earlier in the day, they, they were forgotten, you know, I'll, I'll take care of them tomorrow, but I was just enjoying the moment. And, and you're right. Those things happen every single day, but you know, it's something that we preach obviously, and, and that I'm very passionate about is is we only have so much time here we need to make the most of it and and those moments of frustration need to be very very few and far in between we need to take advantage of of the time we do have and express gratitude and and uh focus on the good so that that's kind of what made me think about it mitch when you mentioned that was i i had a day like that today but looking back now and now we're on kind of doing our thing you know something that we thoroughly enjoy it's it's such an afterthought I also
0: want to, probably the last
1: point about this, because I I do think it
0: it puts some perspective and, and makes you look at things in your life a little different. But she described that stain as ugly and was disappointed and embarrassed. But she also felt like a failure for leaving the pen within easy reach of her toddler. So at that time when that was going on, that stain was ugly and made her feel disappointed and embarrassed. And all of a sudden, one snap of the finger and that completely changes. Like, while that, you know, the two-year-old boy was fighting cancer, do you think for one second that mom worried about that stain? You know, for one second did she worry about her new house with her carpet? And it is. It It goes back to a lot of times we talk in this podcast where why does something so nasty as is, is death or, you know, losing a job or failure why does that have to happen to to put us back into place to to see things clear like more or clearer I guess mm-hmm. I I just I it does though I mean like if things were back to normal with this mom and the kids and that stain was still there she would still f- feel upset about it and I I just think like I said it always takes bad things to happen to put things into perspective and all of a sudden that ugly stain turns into a a funny reminder that you know what, life is messy, but here we are fighting it together,
1: you know. I think that's a good point that you made there, Mitch, and I want to touch on that before we wrap up. You know, bad things happen all the time, like every single day, like you mentioned there. And it like you said, it takes bad things to to kind of give us some perspective. And I think I think that's part of, of why we do this podcast. I think that's part of why you wrote your book. I think that's part of why I write on on my website and blog is I feel like we're we're trying to do our part to change that narrative. We're trying to impact that, you know, patterns like that and those thought processes where Instead of focusing on that negativity and focusing on the bad things and, and the frustration that happens all around us, and it's going to happen. Don't get me wrong; it happens like we said every single day. But I feel like part of part of my job and part of my journey is to help people understand and realize and impact them in in the ways of of seeing the world a little bit differently and seeing our everyday instances a little bit differently. And like we mentioned on the Little Things podcast it's the little interactions we truly never know what people are going through and i think that's part of yours and my journey is to is to try and change that narrative a little bit and open up those conversations so i'm glad you brought that up you know perspective is a big thing but it doesn't it doesn't always have to be the outcome of something you know we can we can choose our perspective at any point during the day we want it doesn't always have to be the outcome of something
0: well thanks for sharing Jake. I knew that when we brought this article uh to the table here to to discuss we were going to dive into it and get after it and find some meaning in it and you know prayers going to that family still and I know this was wrote well I've got the article right here when w- was it written? Well 2018, but it was pulled away. I think those boys are already graduated, but you know she constantly needs those prayers and the family does. And uh, what a strong lady to be able to write that and to share that message to others. So uh, yeah, quick hit number two is done. I I love this. I love jumping on and just getting after some conversations and kind of picking your brain, Jake, you're a pretty smart guy.
1: Uh, You're the smart one, man. I I enjoy these too. It's fun to dive in and, and uh, just have some, you know, off the cuff conversations. I know we have our long episodes as well too, but these are fun and kind of, On the spot and and seeing where it takes us, so it's it's been a blast.
0: Special thank you to our sponsors for season three of the Little Things. We've got the South Dakota National Guard as well as Alan and Connie Fannin. Thank you for your support, and we will continue moving forward. We got episode thirty coming up after this, Jake. Looking forward to it. That big three zero.
1: Big three zero. It's crazy, man, isn't it? It's we've been going for. A little over a year now, 30 episodes deep, and many more to come, man. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out.